Now, before you all go off on me, bro, you couldn't even stick to it for a second. Pause. Uh, I did not expect Nintendo to actually put out a direct. Um, this is the only reason that I'm doing anything out of season. This is considered out of season. It will be labeled season three, but this is not the season premiere at all. I don't know. It sounds like an that... excuse. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, this, this is this is mandatory that we cover something um, that's going on during Summer Games Fest, but they're not involved with Summer Games Fest because. I thought they were going to do what they did. I believe it was 2020 when E3 was canceled for obvious reasons. And they did a series of scheduled tweets throughout. I believe it was mostly July of their new game announcements. I thought they would do that again this year, but nope. Surprise direct. Um, <clears throat> so I, I actually wanted to, kind of get this recorded um sunday and get it right out because i didn't watch it on release day i know crazy um i usually do watch it that day or the following day but life's been really hectic and i have been sticking to my schedule um i have recorded bonus episodes but i will start recording a first official episode um looking like next week oh next week is uh <laughs> um in the first week of july i, I forgot this because this is coming out june 28th like the night we're recording it but um uh anyway like i said this will be the only out of season episode mm-hmm. just want to cover the direct because this I'm one sure actually is. grabbed my attention and if you guys listen to um, that, I believe it was a quick ones that I did on how bland 2022 was for Nintendo, in my opinion, I was not happy at all. I don't care what came from a direct. I don't care what came from a tweet. I don't care, care what came from a partner, publisher, developer, licensor, all of it. I mean, obviously not all of it, but majority of what came out of 2022 sucked um they're definitely turning the tides with this one um i've got me a list here um now unfortunately cj couldn't be here but we have uh our longtime host taj here to help uh level things out yeah um i'm hoping i'm not gonna be too boring on this one because i've already told nf um that most of what they showed really didn't appeal too much to me. But, you know, I'm still here for long for the ride. Uh, and that's all we can really ask for. Um, so I, I wanted to get into what was announced at Summer Games Fest already, but uh, Nintendo is just now deciding to confirm it uh, on their end. Um, I'm not sure if they did a tweet, like I said. <laughs> Like I said before, I don't really do social media too much. But uh, Sonic Superstars actually looks like the first classic Sonic-style Sonic game. 
that I'm excited to play. Like Sonic Mania, I played it because uh, Astro Game shares with me on Switch. Uh, I was not going to buy that myself, but I only played it because it was connected to Sonic Forces. Bad game, I know. Uh, I only got it for like $10, I think, so I didn't waste too much money. Plus, I think I used gold points. Anyway, <clears throat> um, very dynamic looking, and you get to play with Amy in a classic Sonic game? Come on, bro. That's a treasure. Um, now, Nintendo did undersell it uh, in the direct because just the random clips that uh, I recalled seeing on Twitter, people were ranting and raving about it. And if you happen to know who Fidel is, uh, <laughs> bro went like Super Saiyan Blue. Like that scaling for how excited he was for this one. Um, I, I can't remember too much because I wasn't like actively seeking out those videos or watching them, but I was looking at them as I was scrolling on Twitter and it was like, whoa, that does look cool. Like Sonic game actually, a classic Sonic game actually looks cool to me. Out, that was cool. Oh, also, another reason for me playing Sonic Mania was because, um, Mighty and Ray, they were older Sonic characters, and I was interested in what they would give them as superpowers. Sonic Superstars, um, kind of psyched for that one. Uh, it has an autumn release date right now, uh, so a seasonal That's release it. date, yeah. Um, no specific date right now, but it is confirmed for autumn right now. It's so cool to me that, um, most of the games that were announced um are coming out this year like just in the fall season for the most part mm -hmm. i don't know i just really like that a lot of what they had they kept under wraps and like they're just bringing it out to the forefront um I mean, like that, now a few months in advance yeah that's really what uh that's really like pretty much all the all of what nintendo directs used to consist of um uh, they used to have their partner publishers agree to like keep it secret until the presentation was uploaded. And this is like the first time you're hearing about it. Like even in certain cases, when they had a multi-platform release, they wouldn't even announce that it was coming to other platforms until after the direct aired. And it was crazy. <laughs> so I'm yeah, not sure. It definitely would get a fan reaction from that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Persona 5 Tactica. I, I just don't understand why Atlas is getting so much funding from Sega to do another Persona 5 game. Because <laughs> Persona 5 is huge. Good grief. But you know what that means. Persona 6 never. <laughs> Please, uh, I want to be in on the ground floor <laughs> of that one. Because we're getting we're getting new Persona Five after just getting an announcement of them remaking Persona Three for like the third time. Like <laughs> <laughs> we're never seeing Persona Six. I'm sorry, it is what it is. I just gotta rip the band-aid off right now. 
I mean, I mean, if the demand is there, you've you've got to meet it, right? But um, yeah, the demand is there for Persona Six. I don't see it being met. P5T. I mean, I'm probably gonna get wrecked for this one, but P5T kind of looks like Fire Emblem, and I'm, I'm sure that's the point. Oh. Uh, by them using a term like Tactica. Um, very interesting. So me being a numb nuts, uh, I've allowed this uh, device to auto-update my apps and shut off the recording in the middle. So, hooray. Um, but going back to what I was saying, um, I do like the Fire Emblem-esque uh, style gameplay here. Um, it releases November 17th. Not sure if I said that already, but uh, what I was asking Taj before I was rudely interrupted, um, what's your overall uh, perception of Persona 5? Uh, meaning? What's that? Uh, like, what do you mean specifically by that? Like, how, how do you feel about the game, period? Um, so I'm only like halfway through Persona 3, so I can't really call myself the authority on it. But <laughs> from what I've played from Persona 3, which is like looking to be one of my favorite games of all time. Oh, you're talking about Persona as a whole. Yeah. I'm okay. just judging Persona 3 off of, I mean, Persona 5 off of Persona 3 because I haven't seen any gameplay of Persona 5 because I've purposely oh, wow. been keeping myself in the dark because uh, I really, really sure. want to um, <laughs> experience these games for the first time. Okay. So with that being said, from what I've played in Persona 3, I'm really, really excited to touch on Persona 5. Like, if it keeps somewhat of um, a similar vibe Mm -hmm. But like just by upgrading, updating the gameplay, uh, you know, changing the story, making it brand new. Right. Uh, I genuinely think I can see where the hype is coming from around Persona 5. Yeah, I definitely just need to be able to dedicate more time to my library. Um, Same. It's honestly. not even a joke anymore. Like I, I, I literally have like way too many story focused games that I have not. I have barely cracked open. Oh lord! <laughs> and I still have Dank and Rumpa to beat through as well. I mean, please don't remember. <laughs> please don't remember me. I still only did the first case. I am like halfway through the second case, so I, I, a little bit ahead, but not too much further. The story's really engrossing, so I really sure. just have to have the time to dedicate to it. And because I will spend probably two days on one particular case, two or three days. And um, let's not get into that because that's going to lead to a tangent. Um, uh, leading into uh, that tangent. So <laughs> for okay. me, Danganronpa just feels like one of those games where like <laughs> I have to be in the mood for it and I can't play too much of it at one time. Yeah, that's practically where I was going with it. Like it'll just we've give me like a massive case of burnout. Yeah, definitely. I said we've exchanged notes on that. Yeah, but you know, I'm exchanging notes on it on air, not in person, you know? Okay. Well, how conversation works, Taj, is um, I'm complimenting your speech here. 
Okay. By letting people know I agree with your sentiment. Okay. No need to be rude. Don't have me crying in the corner. (laughs) But no, uh, as I was saying, (laughs) I I really do love uh, their take on the chessboard style Mm -hmm. uh, RPG because it keeps in line with Persona 5's uh, unapologetic uh, boastfulness. Right? Uh, just just the flashy uh, animations and uh, dynamic okay. angles uh, anytime that they've got uh, any sort of action popping on screen. Um, I, I really love that. Uh, if you haven't watched the trailer, you, you should go watch it. Even if you're not going to buy it, you should just know that whatever they set their minds to, they keep in mind like the spirit that is Persona 5 and just apply it to that genre. It's amazing. I still want to play Persona 5 Strikers, if I'm being honest, because I feel like they did Musou-style games. Um, very great justice, just from what I've seen. <clears throat> so, I'm not going to watch the trailer, because like I just said, I want a complete blind um, introduction. Well, it's a spinoff. There, no one's saying you need a but I get what yeah, you're going with that. Yeah, because, you know, even in a spinoff and in a trailer, there's going to be some homage yeah, I get to the original. So I kind of want to mm-hmm. steer a little bit clearer of that. Okay. Like, well, I'm all also I know about the game. Mm-hmm. All I know about the game in particular is basically just that uh, for his neutral special, Joker wields a gun. That's pretty much all I need to know. <laughs> okay. Um... <laughs> So, um, one game that really caught my attention, but not from uh, a developer I'm familiar with, is a game called Um, So, I believe it's, like, loosely based on, you know, obviously, uh, mythical gods and such. But more or less, the animation style itself is inspired by um, I'm not sure if they mean like Saturday morning cartoons, the uh, publisher? Or if they mean actual Saturday morning cartoons. (laughs) Like, I'm confused because it it literally looks like Justice League uh, Unlimited. Like, it's inspired by it. I think they mean like actual Saturday morning cartoons because from I think what they I saw when I was direct itself. When I was looking at the trailers earlier, I was, you know, reading in the comment sessions and a lot of people were throwing out or well, a couple of people are throwing out like similarities to stuff like Thundercats and stuff like that. Oh true. Yeah. Um, it looks like it's online co op too. So that's cool. <clears throat> yeah, um, it definitely looks unique if nothing. If else. it's a fair price, I would really look okay. It the short description here does say inspired by Saturday morning cartoons because it, it 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 looks great. Mm. But um it, it comes out later this year. I don't believe it has a release date. Um didn't get one in that trailer. But um if it's at a fair price, I would love for that to just be our uh screwball title. <laughs> Our screwball game that we just play every now and then. Um, what's a fair price to you, though? 
For a game like that, uh, no more than 30. 30? Actually, okay. that's still a bit much. Um, nah, I, I think 30 looks 25. decent. Especially yeah. if, they might, if they're... 20, 35. If they're making a... um. It just depends on what they uh, offer, I guess. Because you said it's it may be co-op uh, story mode, right? So depending on like how good that story is or how well written it is, I could definitely see them charging thirty, no more than forty for it sure. It might be a live service though. I I doubt that this is gonna be a paid for game. If I'm being honest, it just doesn't exist nowadays, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But I mean, so servers are expensive. So yeah, but can't really get away from that. I mean, people still really support Ninjala, and that's from a relatively unknown uh, group of developers. But, and they still have a strong fan base. So, but from what I understand, with games like that, is that. Even though they don't charge money for the game itself, they make back their money. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Transactions. Of course, it's going to have microtransactions. Sorry. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm saying I feel like they're going to take that route with MythForce. Yeah, it's a pretty successful route to go. Or Unfortunately. <laughs> Not really unfortunate. For me, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> for somebody that wants to play a lot of games, um, it's pretty unfortunate. But, but for people who like stick with dedicated games that they come home and this is all they play, it's mm-hmm. not really that big a deal. Of course not. I mean, it obviously has an audience. I'm not putting it down. I'm just saying uh, I'd rather right. not be that for my amusement. Um, now this next one. N- now this next one, uh, I have. A bit of an issue with because not only are they gonna undoubtedly charge $60 for it but uh, it's been indefinitely postponed from release for some reason but um, Detective Pikachu Returns um, I can only buy into this game if they decide to uh, you know, re-release the first one, or you know, obviously do a remaster. Why would I play the sequel without the initial game being available on the system that they're releasing the sequel on? <laughs> uh, it kind of leans into what we're going to talk about later, but I, I just found it a bit odd that they didn't confirm it in the direct if they are going to do that and it looks really casual and that's why I have a problem paying 60 for something like that. Uh, 40 would be nice just cause I know like a lot of work went into it, but um, I I can't justify, I can't justify uh 60. Uh, it's not to justify 60. It's just the fact that game freak, is a game freak, so they're not gonna do things to carry. Is this made by Game Freak though? If it's licensed by Game Freak, which it kind of has to be, that's more than enough. Um, 
or oh, it's developed by creatures actually i um, thought they literally only did the cards so that's really interesting sorry if it's the pokemon company uh they don't care they know that they can get 60 so they're pushing for 60 honestly they okay, could push for 70 and they'd though. still get it <clears throat> it doesn't make it right it's just that's kind of the business motto but did you hear what i said though no you cut out a little bit it's being developed by creatures i thought they literally only did the cards so that really shocked me um i don't know too much about pokemon spinoffs because like i'm an elitist and i only play mainline pokemon games ew don't, <laughs> don't do that <laughs> so when did the original detective Pikachu come out what system did it come out for it was on nintendo 3ds uh mm. I don't remember a specific year. It was between 2013 and 2015, I believe. Yeah, so they're not going to remake that um, or port That's that. That's cap. Because, well... And well, I, have several, I have several reasons to believe otherwise. Okay, go um, ahead. I mean, it's late Actually, on the list. Can we wait till ooh. we get <laughs> <laughs> like it's 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 right after like the next one that we're gonna talk about. But it I'm could gonna be right now, but you know, you are playing. <sighs> Roll the tape. It's really trying me. So anyway, <laughs> um, they could easily do that simply because Xenoblade Chronicles, the original, has been re-released twice now, both on. Uh, the new Nintendo 3DS systems and on Nintendo Switch. And the one on Nintendo Switch was a full remaster. Um, they re-released the first Luigi's Mansion on 3DS. And they're about to remaster Dark Moon for Nintendo Switch next year. So They definitely remaster 3ds games uh even if they are like older games in the series so well older games in a pre-established series but yeah i just or don't see the first game so like why not i don't see pokemon doing that you know how long it took us to get a diamond and pearl remake <laughs> And that's something I don't think it's going to take much, though. This game doesn't look like it has a high budget at all. <laughs> that's it why I said doesn't. I have a problem with it being 60. It probably doesn't, but I I'm don't not know anything. It doesn't. Um, I don't know anything about Detective Pikachu. I really just saw it as a thing and tuned it out in the back of my head. I'm not even going to lie to Yeah, I did the same thing when I saw it on 3DS. Um, Like I said, I feel like it's just going to be like something that you play, literally just something that you play in your free time just to mess around. Um, um, Because I know next to nothing about it, I will admit. But it caught my attention simply because, like, I'm a mystery kind of guy. Not, like, Professor Layton kind of mystery because uh, CJ explained, like, how the puzzles worked in that game to me. That doesn't sound like it'll appeal to me, but maybe I should just look at some gameplay. Back on topic, um, 
it comes out on October 6th. Detective Pikachu Returns, anyway, the sequel. Um, <clears throat> again, developed by Creatures, Inc. I'm, I, <laughs> I'm befuddled, <laughs> to say the very least. Who developed the first Detective Pikachu? I'm pretty sure it was Creatures. Um, you can I'll look it up right fact now. check that. But because um, I had always heard the joke that like um, Creatures Inc. literally just make the trading cards. So I, I, I had no idea. But yeah, that's interesting. Um, I'm ready for the next story, but Taj wants to uh, be extra right now. Hold on. But what another thing I will say about uh, since I brought it up, the Dark Moon. uh, I was so disappointed by Luigi's Mansion 3. And hear me out before you throw me in the bin. Uh, So I was really excited to play it, right? And I wanted to play it because my friend named Jay. uh, I believe someone bought it for her or she bought it. And so I, I played I played through the first level. Like, I, I, I believe I got halfway through. I was trying to rush. Uh, well, not really rush, but I was trying to, like, get a feel for the game. Um, as I was because uh, we were going to play Smash that day. So I didn't want to hold up the TV, you know. And so I got halfway through the first level and it was like. Okay, I understand why there's no excitement, but I didn't too much care for the controls. I didn't care too much for what I was getting in the very beginning of that game. So the fact that Nintendo doesn't have a refund policy within like the first few hours for a digital purchase of their video games worries me for when I buy a game like that. I was not happy. I feel like that game should have been way more captivating within the first hour than what it was, especially since it had two predecessors. Luigi's Mansion and Luigi's Mansion Three specifically. They made a and who thought it was a good idea? Okay, we're not doing this. <laughs> who it was a good idea to name it? Actually, they made a joke about it in the direct. But who thought it was a good idea to name it three after you named the second game Dark Moon? <laughs> so you named the third game three? Why would you do that? It's a lot easier than actually coming up with another name. Of course it is. So who 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 developed it? Come on. Um I didn't see because I'm too busy skimming to try and like oh, actually figure it out. Okay. Well we're moving on. Yeah. Um, I know you can look it up in your own time. So we didn't ask. (laughs) So I was, Uh, I'm sure, just as shocked as any other individual when we saw this next one. Uh, Super Mario RPG is getting a complete remake on Nintendo Switch. And this is a monumental moment for several reasons. Uh, it marks the official rekindling of the relationship between Square Enix and Nintendo. And uh, it reignites the 
possibility of fan favorite uh, SMRPG uh, characters. I mean, character Gino uh, being a candidate for Smash Brothers. What are you talking about? He's already in Smash. Whether they call that one Smash 7 or not, who knows? He's in Ultimate. What are you talking about? What did you say? He's in Ultimate. What are you talking about? Okay. All right. <laughs> Bro, he's literally in Ultimate, though. But, yeah, I, I really did want to play um, this game. I'm not sure if it's on the online service or not. But I was very happy to see that they were remaking this. This is crazy. This was a very monumental moment in Super Mario's history to have a traditional RPG game starring Mario. That's crazy talk. Yeah. And so I feel like a lot of children nowadays have no idea what this game means. And the fact that they're about to reach a new audience with this, somewhat including me, is only great news. You cannot, if you learn how to twist that into a bad thing, like you're you're probably just a mean spirited person. Or you stay too much on Twitter. Um, but this game, uh, shut up! I'm trying. Hey, hey, hey! I hey, love. Let me, let me speak. Can I speak? Uh, can I speak? Uh, NF. Oh my gosh! I didn't even realize it comes out this year, November seventeenth. Sorry, by the way, you guys mean Skittles. Oh, so just forget me then. I'm just. What were you gonna say, you mean person? (laughs) How am I mean? Hold on, we have to double back to this. How am I mean? Because you know what you're gonna say. No, what does that have to do with my personality, though? Oh, good grief. Just hurting my feelings on air. This is like, what, the fifth time? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm going to start keeping Very it dramatic. Yes, I have to be. Because <laughs> you're, you're hurting my feelings, and I can't stand it anymore. Or whatever. And I got you on my payroll? Do you? What are you going to say, man? Um, so... Super Mario RPG is a game that I literally know nothing about, but from what I've seen in the trailer, it looks really, really cool. Right? And it's one of those games where I myself wouldn't buy it, but if I had the uh, game, I would 100% play he, it. He's booty. Boo. Stop that. He's booty. I have to, like, actually spend my money on games that, like, I know I'm going to play. And it looks Mario really RPG, cool, but I never buy it. It looks cool. What do you want me to say? It looks like a really hey, good bro. game, but uh, I'm so I'm not gonna buy it because I know it's a game that it's a game that I don't think I could beat. What? In what retrospect? Please um, enlighten me. I feel like to play that game, like I'd have to be in a specific mood to play it. And I don't okay. think I'd be in that mood all the time. That's like a game I would have. Duh. Isn't most of the game? I beat it. But I just play it once every other year or something. Oh, no. See, yeah. you a different breed. No one exactly. does that. That's why I don't think I can buy it. Because it's like, I know I'm not going to invest the time 
to play it, but that doesn't take away from it looking cool or me wanting to see more. Well, I'm sure they could show more later. So maybe if you get a taste of the narrative, uh, your feelings will change on it. Mayhaps, but I really don't think so. Like, if I were to come over to your house, right, and I saw you playing (laughs) it, I would Mm -hmm. be like, continue, because I am very interested in how this game plays, how it looks. It looks really fun. It looks like mm-hmm. an experience that I'd be willing to um, watch from afar, but not really one that I want for myself, you know? Mm-hmm. That's kind of my feelings towards it. It looks cool, but it's just not one of those things that I think is for me. Okay. Well, it seems like next year is going to be the year of side Mario characters because mm-hmm. uh, Peach is once a uh, Princess Peach Toadstool is once again getting Cold her own, is once again getting her own title. She's starring in her own game. Now we know next to nothing about it, but it does seem like it's imitating. Uh, Super Mario Brothers 3 and uh, Paper Mario in the form of it seeming like she's on stage in a play or something. So that that was really interesting. And she's wearing a ponytail. So um, definitely says she's going to get a bit rowdy in this game. She's, she's going to put the dukes up. But uh, <laughs> I'm interested to see more. Uh, I'm subscribed to uh, more news coming out about that. And as we talked about earlier, uh, Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon is getting uh, a remaster next year as well. Uh, Now, if we could just get a Daisy game. Oh, my gosh, bruh. I'm pre-ordering day one. (laughs) Astro hates me for being a Daisy fan, but I am ordering the game, bro. Just to say the word. He only hates that because he's a Peach fan. Yeah, I mean, I just think Peach looks basic. I'm sorry. Now, with the ponytail, though, it changes things a little bit. But in that specific trailer for that video game, she was <laughs> looking like something. Like, I was like, mm, okay. Oh, she actually looked like somebody. Interesting, interesting. They fight me after this episode. <laughs> um, the Peach game is one where, depending on what I see, I could definitely see myself buying that one. I don't see you buying that, and I see you buying it. Ironically, if you do, eh, probably. See, probably buy it out of boredom. So anyway, um. One, oh my gosh, I I was waiting on this like year one of Nintendo Switch, and I hate that it took this long, but we're finally getting the Batman Arkham Trilogy for Nintendo Switch, all DLC included. All of it, meaning every single side story um. is included. I think that includes... Uh, Nightwing missions, Catwoman missions, and I think Red Robin. Because Red Hood and Red Robin are two different Robins. 
But more importantly, I never got a chance to play Arkham Knight. And I just couldn't be more excited, bro. So why do you suppose that it was uh, postponed this long to have Arkham on Switch? I have no idea. I, I feel like I read somewhere that they were actually getting ready to port it and it just never came up again. And this was like back in 2018, I think. It's <clears throat> a long but, time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, after that, it was like radio silence. And it's not like I don't feel that it was they had to struggle to get the games to work on the system because um, Nintendo Switch is considered a generation eight console, meaning that it's on par as far as um, graphical capabilities. Well, maybe not graphical capabilities. I was about to say, are you sure about that? As far as um, as far as like power and the ability right. to develop for the system, it should have enough power. Xbox One, and I mean, it wasn't. I, don't get me wrong. Uh, Arkham Knight was very demanding as they made the map. I think five times bigger than I think it was Arkham Asylum. Because five times bigger than Arkham City is crazy. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Uh, so, yeah, it, it's not like it was impossible to get it done. But maybe Rocksteady had issue with um, condensing the files for the handheld version of the game on Nintendo Switch. I have no idea. But the, in my opinion, this was a long time coming. Um, definitely uh, excited about this one. Like I said, been waiting for a minute. Understandable, honestly. Did you say something? Uh, yeah, I said it was pretty understandable. I mean, yeah. Like, I think Arkham Knight came out back in 2016, 2017, 2016. I have 2016 no idea. sounds more right. I'm not going to lie to you. I have no idea. Oh, I wasn't asking. Oh, I was okay. just trying to recall. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it too comes out this autumn. Now, the only thing I'm bummed out about when it comes to this is... Uh, we're not getting Arkham Origins, and I don't. I know that wasn't made by Rocksteady. That was made by WB Montreal, I believe. But I really just wanted to play that one, just because by it being like a prequel of sorts to Arkham Asylum, I think. Um, I just wanted to see what they were going to do with the story because I think that game's villain is Black Mask. So I I, I really just wanted to experience that. Um because it didn't it didn't get a lot of press. But again, I feel like that was probably because it wasn't made by Rocksteady. <clears throat> you ever played Arkham? Uh no. You missed out, bro. I missed Even, out. Like I can't play it. It's on Game Pass. I just don't care enough about it to play it. 
even with the small map in Arkham Asylum, like it wasn't like teeny tiny, but like compared to Arkham City, it's small. But even with the small map in Arkham Asylum, there was so much you could do and like just how dynamic it was. It was amazing that for the first time we got a superhero game that wasn't like a poor attempt at a cash grab or just a laughing stock in terms of how they portrayed the character. Like that was how we saw Batman. They put his detective persona in the front seat in the Arkham series. And it was amazing. <clears throat> Every single piece of the story was phenomenal. And even at my young age back then, when I first played Arkham Asylum, I could recognize what greatness I was playing at the time. I, I, I really enjoyed it. And I'm so glad I get to finish out the series by playing Arkham Knight on Switch. I can but I'm going to play back to like Arkham that. City as well. Might as well, because like I said, they're doing all the DLC. So got to experience that. What were you saying? I was just saying I can respect that, but for me personally, from what I've seen of it, it really didn't get my attention too much. It was just like, oh, this is a game. I know it's good. I'd rather play something else. Okay. Um, I mean, I could I could continue <laughs> to praise the oh, heck no, out of that game. Oh, go ahead. For sure. Like I'm that. having fun oh, listening. Like, I'm just saying, like, just every single thing, the intricate ways that they hit the Riddler trophies uh, through these mysteries and stuff, uh, the different puzzles you have to solve to get certain trophies. They used to frustrate the heck out of me. <laughs> oh, but boy, it, it was all worth it. Truly. Um, again, com comes out this autumn. Uh, I had a gripe about Just Dance 24. Uh, yeah, Just Dance 24. Um, we're not going to talk about what new songs are in it. Who cares? The issue is um, Just Dance the, as a series, it's not like NBA 2K. They don't add anything new except the songs, right? And maybe they do a hard price just to, I don't know, help cover initial costs from the motion capture and the uh, <clears throat> and the licensing and the covers that they have to do. But I kind of felt like all they really need to do is... Um, and like I said, I'm, I'm not in the business, so I don't know how much all this costs or what would be worth it. But they already have uh, they rebranded it from Just Dance Unlimited, but they have the subscription. Right. And it's like, OK, but why not just use. OK, it's called Just Dance Plus. Woo, woo. I'm getting so sick of the plus moniker on a subscription. I I want to rip my hair out. <laughs> But <clears throat> why not just use the subscription model and turn it into um, and just treat it like uh, Minecraft? You know, Minecraft doesn't have to release every year or every few years. Minecraft is Minecraft, right? 
they, just um, they release new DLC anytime they get ready. All you have to do here, what's that? It's not even DLC. They just released some pretty crazy updates. Like the Nether update um, was just an absolutely absurd, huge update. I think where... I made a mistake by mentioning Minecraft. <laughs> Slightly. I know a thing or two about Minecraft. I could talk about it. But I was just saying that to say it's not a fair comparison because like even Minecraft does that significantly better where they just release huge updates that not only improve the quality of life but add more entry to the game. I mean, yeah, that aside though, uh they definitely do uh DLC in Minecraft like they just did the Super Mario thing like a year or two ago. You know that yeah, wasn't free. Spins, and those are like worlds that they build. Hey, man. Hey. You're missing the point, bro. My whole point is they have this subscription. Mm-hmm. All they need to release is Just Dance. They don't have to do an annual release and just add songs to do it. Do hell marketing for the subscription like they obviously want to make money from it right so why not just push that full force that's that's just how i'm looking at this i'm i'm so sick actually i literally get sick to my stomach anytime i see a just dance (laughs) um trailer and i know that sounds like um uh melodramatic in a sense but i mean it it boggles my mind because I feel like the subscription is actually being overshadowed by the fact that, hey, there's a new Just Dance coming out this year, and the people are going to focus on those songs that are being released in that version. Whereas all you have to do is every year you'd be like, hey, we're adding these new songs and these new dances to Just Dance Plus. Subscribe now. <laughs> realistically that feels like the smarter move i have no idea why they haven't made it well like i said i'm pretty sure there are a lot more uh a lot a lot more cost than uh than can be provided by a simple subscription but i mean even then i feel like you shouldn't be charging more than twenty dollars when you it's not like they deck the games out with songs like they used to um, Seriously, it'll probably be like twenty songs on there, twenty or twenty-five songs on there, huh? You're saying like twenty songs a game drop, or I right. mean twenty dollars per game drop, right? Okay, I could see that. And then, like as the songs go on, like you make it DLC, like five dollars here, five dollars there, or you could just buy it all in bundle. Well, like well, like I'm saying, they have a subscription; they don't do DLC mm-hmm. anymore. Oh, so it's like prioritize the subscription by either getting rid of the annual release or, you know, <laughs> lowering the price significantly because it's ridiculous. I don't know, man. That's just my piece on it getting sick of seeing just dance trailers 
Um, now, my next one, <clears throat> uh, I just want to touch on it real quick. Um, no, I have not bought Sparks of Hope yet, and I'm very sad about it. But at the same time, I'm kind of not because I played a little of the demo and I kind of don't like that. It's only two people out on the field at the same time. I don't know if that changes later in the game, but I'm not too psyched about that. And on top of that, um, it seemed a bit bland, but more importantly, I'm like swamped in Tears of the Kingdom right now. So <laughs> I do not have time for Sparks of Hope. Um, I want to fully dedicate my time to that because I'm expecting it to be great still. So I don't want to do it in injustice by trying to juggle my time between the two titles. <clears throat> but the next one is kind of like an unexpected um, topic cover for me because um, I'm still planning on actually purchasing Dragon Quest Eleven. But they showed off a game called Dragon Quest Monsters, uh, subtitled The Dark Prince. And I was just confused as to why this wasn't being considered Dragon Quest 12, which is what they're currently developing right now. <clears throat> and then they showed off um, Solo. And I can't remember which one he was from. Uh, might have been like Dragon Quest 5 or something or 3 I don't know <laughs> but they showed off Solo uh, at the end of the trailer which is the green haired hero from Smash for those of you that don't know um, I, I, I didn't know quite what I don't know what they're quite doing here uh, I'm not sure if it's just like a short little adventure they're doing or what but it could literally be like a spinoff, like where they're, this dude is going back in time and he's changing history and stuff. I don't know. <laughs> it it showed so much yet very little. Um, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. That's how you create a conversation. Um, you, you show just enough to um, create engagement, but not giving away too much to where um, too many questions are answered. But yeah, it comes out December 1st. Felt like I did a lot of talking there. Um, <clears throat> Taj, you still alive? Yeah, I just don't really have too much to add. Um, I know, but I, like, you know how I feel about talking. <laughs> Yeah, I feel that. Which is but, ironic because um, I do a podcast, but. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, like I said, it it, it caught my attention. Mm -hmm. um, I just thought I'd go over that a little bit. Combine monsters. Oh, this is like a little description on this website that I'm using called Maristation. I just thought I'd give give away my source because I forgot to do that before I started the show. Very un unprofessional. I'm sorry, guys. Combine monsters from the Dragon Quest franchise to help you on your what? Whoa! Wait, 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 wait. What is this? Digimon master of monster kind. Oh, so he doesn't use weapons in this game. He uses monsters to fight. 
the dark prince oh my gosh so does that make this Wait. more like a turn-based thing or is this like no like dragon well, quest has always been turn-based okay but what i'm getting at is um essentially it sounds like we're the bad guy what that might be cool um um i'm not sure i'm not sure what what's happening with this game uh because like I said, Solo's in it. So I'm not sure if we're fighting him or he's trying to change us over to the good side. Like, I have no idea, dude. <laughs> I'm so lost. <laughs> but I'm psyched. I'm psyched. I want to see more first, obviously. Um, I kind of don't have time to watch this whole four-minute video. But uh, Pikmin 4... Um, they're putting a lot of marketing behind this, and that worries me quite a bit. Um, now, Ochi looks cool, the little doggy um, that you use as a companion in this game, Ochi. Um, but it looks like they're going back to you being a solo adventurer, kind of giving you that Olimar feel. Uh, you don't have a crew this time around. Um but they have like a new, you, you know, every game they have to do a new kind of Pikmin. Um, and this time they have illuminated Pikmin. Um, can't recall what they're, uh, what they're named right now. But uh, in addition to that, they have those types of Pikmin actually, because now you get to explore at nighttime. And that's huge news simply because if you have ever played Pikmin or if you've ever paid attention to uh, different little Easter eggs and uh, several games, um, it showed you that being out at nighttime is very dangerous as a Pikmin and as a, uh, a and as an adventurer. Um, the monsters get really, really crazy. OK, I thought it was a complicated name. They're called Glow Pikmin. But yeah, um, the creatures outside are very unforgiving at night. Um, they will eat you. That just came out of left field. Like, I just stretched to hear, yeah, they will eat you. Like, I put my hands I mean, down. Simplest way to put it. I'm looking at this like, bulb with ever, red eyes, bro. Have you ever put your hands down slowly, but like really fast at the same time? Uh, like I'm not sure what that means. What what is going on? Exactly. I'm not sure what you just said about <laughs> either. <laughs> That's kind of the well, um, uh, apparently they're attracted to these um, hives that the glow pigment come from, and I believe you need to uh, prevent them from eating it in order to for the uh, glow pigment to keep their energy source. From what I recall. I'm not watching the video right now because, like I said, I don't really have time for that. But because um, it's very hard for me to divide my attention evenly, in case that isn't obvious by now, you guys, you guys have been listening to me for years, so I think you picked up on that by now. But um, <clears throat> they've renamed uh, the little. Okay, it's not a sketch. It's not a scavenger hunt, though. Okay, they have something in there called Dendori Battle. I don't know what that's about. But um, as you explore 
underground. That's a new thing as well. You get to go underground. They've they're really respecting the Pikmin series. And I guess that's why they're doing a lot of marketing this time, because they're doing so much more with it. And it's really important to communicate that it's not just um, like it's it's still easy to play, but it's not as casual as it once was. But that's kind of what drew me into it. But it's kind of what made me mad also about Pikmin 3 Deluxe. I feel like I wasted $60 on that game. I was not very happy with how, not only how short the narrative was, but I feel like the wrap-up was just sloppily um, put together. You beat that game in like four days or something. Yeah. I remember you being mad about that. Very upset. Um, But yeah, um, you get to go underground and you save um, I can't remember the name uh for these people but um there are scavenged uh explorers that were there before you and like they're just laid out (laughs) and you kind of need to help them out right like they they have no resources they're probably yeah they call them castaways uh they're, they're knocking on death's door okay you take them back to the ship you feed them and they help you out with stuff what if you don't feed them though? Um, I'm I'm just adding on with the feeding thing. I don't know what you do with them. Oh, but um okay. apparently there are people that are out to take the castaways back underground for some reason, which is really disturbing. So I don't know what that's about. But this character in particular that they showed kind of looks like Olimar. Um, dressed as a red Pikmin. So it's probably Olimar, and I don't know what to make of that. <laughs> I really don't. Um, but now, I, th- I thought it was kind of risky for them to um, to uh, go back to the solo explorer thing, but that's probably for the best, if I'm being honest, because Brittany worked my nerves in Pikmin 3. Oh, my word. I was ready to rip her head off. I swear. Like, I kind of liked the bickering between her and Alf. Don't get me wrong on that. But at certain times, she complained about something so little. And it was like, shut up, please. Just shut up already. (laughs) And then Charlie was one heck of a captain. He was a waste of space. Um, hey, yo. What did he do to so, you? So, yeah, I, I I think it was kind of risky. But then when I started to see more of the game, I was like, ah, okay. It's probably going to work out pretty well. Especially no, since you got up. That. What did Charlie do to you? Bro, I saved him. And then, like, he'll tell me stuff I already know. And it's like, oh. Like that's why are you here exactly? (laughs) Wasting our food supply. (laughs) That's tough. He said you're not a contributing factor. Get out my lobby. At least Brittany used to help me out sometimes, bro. Oh my lord. But um obviously, like it worked back then by having three explorers, you used to 
uh, have different puzzles that you needed three people for in order to be able to solve them. So mm-hmm. just stuff like that. But um, yeah, Pikmin 4 uh, is the first game in the direct to, well, first major game, because I'm sure I'm forgetting something else that I didn't care about uh, to release. It releases on July 21st this year. Oh, that's relatively soon. Yeah, I won't be a day one purchaser just simply because um, Pikmin 3 Deluxe left a very, very, very extremely bad taste in my mouth. Plus, they are re-rendering Pikmin and Pikmin 2 in HD, which I definitely want to be able to play first because I want the full narrative. Uh, I want to know what's going through Olimar's head, and I want to know why no one told me that Olimar had a deep voice because that scared the crap out of me in Pikmin 3. (laughs) And he has a kid! What? He has a kid, bro. How old is Olimar? Bro, I think he's like 30 something. Holy that's tough. That's what I'm saying. Time, I thought he was like 16. Oh, yeah. No, bro. He's a grown man. Doing grown man oh. things. But now uh I'm kind of wary about Pikmin too because I don't like Louie. Uh admittedly, it's half because he's ugly, and then the other half is because like he's a total moron. And I don't understand why Olimar feels like he should value me, value him <laughs> as much as he does. But bro just screws up constantly. Like even in Pikmin 3, he's bro a said you can either be ugly or stupid. Pick a struggle. Uh, well, I didn't say that, <laughs> but um he he's he's definitely not much better than Charlie, except Charlie isn't dumb. Um <clears throat> I feel like at this point you're just bashing the characters like uh, well I don't like this character for this but at least they're not this character you've done that like four times in a row well... with different characters <laughs> Next do, you like characters? do you like characters in Pikmin that should be the yeah, question um, you ask I, right I, now. I think I love Elf because um, he is a very determined cadet and he realizes how dire the situation is. And despite his inexperience in the field, because he's actually the techie of the team, mm-hmm. he braves out and not only saves his team, but get the food supply that his planet needs back to his uh, home planet. And not only that, they saved Olimar. Um, I mean, they don't know Olimar, but because uh, they're from two different planets. Uh but yeah, Alf braved up and did what he needed to do, despite how scary that mission was for him. He had never stepped outside of that ship anytime they did a mission. So I really do love Alf, genuinely. Uh, but like I said, I don't really know much about Olimar to like or dislike him. The other characters, I do. And that's just how that worked. <clears throat> Understandable. Have a nice day. Now, I'm hoping I don't dislike the Pigment 4 um, protagonist because seeing as she's the only one, uh, the odds ain't looking too good <laughs> there, bro. Misogyny? Oh, we're not even going there. So, <laughs> next title. Um, 
definitely something that was being discussed over the past at least the past year but i feel like it was the past two years uh the metal gear solid master collection um and they had the boldness to say volume one so i don't know what that that has in store for the future as a whole but i really love this because uh I've always wanted to play. I've always wanted to play Metal Gear Solid, n- not only just from watching my older brother play it, but you know, I, well, you don't know, but I, I've <laughs> I've been interested in espionage, um, uh, style games, which aren't common, uh, since a kid, and that was very much due to. Uh, Splinter Cell. Man, that series has such a great narrative and um, and just like the way they developed Sam Fisher as a character in that series was amazing in it in and of itself. But then the the route they chose to go with how they um developed the story for him was pretty cool um went from getting his daughter kidnapped to uh him being a rogue agent and trying to take him down and that game got crazy after a while so i'm really glad ubisoft is finally finally making a new splinter cell game it's been way too long what's it been like 10 years 15 years, something like that? More like 15. (laughs) That game is old. Actually, yeah, it is more like 15 because 2013. Because they did not release one for Xbox One. They did not get to the previous generation of consoles. Yeah, so it's like 15 years. Dear Lord, I feel old. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, going back to Metal Gear Solid here, um, now they call it the Metal Gear Solid Master Collection, but you also get the first three Metal Gear games, which I'm not, which I'm admittedly not as excited about because I mean I'm just not a 16-bit kind of guy. Sorry, not sorry. Um, but that is really cool. I'll probably check them out because uh, I am gonna buy the collection. Because why not? Um, like even if this thing ends up being like seventy or eighty dollars, you get the first three Metal Gear Solid games. I don't know about seventy or eighty. You well, know, it 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 matters that much to me because um, I've always wanted to experience the games, and then I look at it as even if you do pay seventy or eighty for each game, you're paying less than thirty dollars. So I'm not really complaining. Um, I am. <laughs> Don't do that to me. But like I said, um, you get three more retro games on top of that, and then you get um, strategy guides. You get um, they had graphic novels that they have animated on here in the collection. So that that's spectacular. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> they animated their graphic novels with sound effects and everything, bro. Like, that's really cool. But yeah, this releases October 24th, and you can pre order it uh, today. Well, you can pre order it on the direct uh, release day. But uh, yeah, October 24th. Again, not going to be a day one buy per se, because I, I need to make sure I have time for uh, the things that I've already committed to. But I'm definitely going to purchase that. Um, Really, really awesome job, Konami. Uh, considering your screw up led to us not getting Metal Gear 6. <laughs> um, this is probably the next best thing. So good stuff. Good stuff. I'm going to lightly touch on <clears throat> Booster Course Pass Wave 5 for rather obvious reasons. Uh, so we get three new additions to the roster, two of which I, I believe uh, I recall making the guess on. We have PD Piranha and we have Kamek. Those are the two I guessed. And the third is Wiggler. Wait, who? I don't really care for. Uh, Kamek is Bowser's right-hand man, the main... Uh, oh, the wizard. Yeah. And P. Piranha, the weirdly oversized uh, piranha, piranha plant. plant. Yeah. <clears throat> I had no idea this guy had a name this whole time. <laughs> Good grief. Yeah, fake fan. Um, but yeah, they showed off a new stage as well. Uh, squeaky clean sprint. I'm not a fan. Um, and, and I, I feel like it started with the second half of the waves. Like it literally started with wave four with how uh, lazy the stages looked. I don't much care for it, bro. Not gonna lie to you, but yeah, um, the way five uh releases this summer, sometime this summer, so it's this close and they still don't have a release date, so it probably means late August, um, or early September. Yeah, that sounds about right. Again, not much to say there, um, especially since uh, we don't really play mario kart that often i um, don't you do i don't That's well I'm not anymore I, I just said that see why don't you do the roundabout thing man because it's fun can you let what i say you no i like messing with up. you i just i just love being like that little nagging voice in your ear just irritating you all the time so we're nearing the end here <clears throat> and I'd be remiss if I didn't um, consider talking about this one because it was somewhat like just going by release patterns of the series. It was expected, but I didn't expect it to be shown off in this direct. So we've got a new WarioWare game, uh, WarioWare Move It, and it's their uh, 
double controller game. So you use both Joy-Con to play all the games in this one, which I am really excited about because it's going to get really zany. Um, I'm going to get this game just to play with my brother. Uh, I'm sure he'd be really excited to get crazy for something like this. He's usually down for anything, but uh, down for anything that we play. But this one's going to be really good. <clears throat> uh, it has over 200 micro games this time. So that's, that's really that's lot. good to hear. Holy hell. <laughs> I mean, they, they usually don't skimp on the amount of mini games that are in it. It kind of can't. Um. It releases November 3rd. I didn't expect it to have a release day. And you can pre-order it uh, right now. That's um, close as well. Yeah, so I'm going to be buying that. Um, I kind of hate that I didn't get the first one. I don't even remember the name of it. <laughs> on, uh, Switch. on Switch? Yeah, um... I feel so bad. I can't even remember the name of it. But yeah, I, I mostly didn't get it because that was before I moved in with my brother. And um, I knew the guys weren't going to play it that often. <laughs> no. Uh, matter of fact, I don't play it at all. And so um, I was going to be very upset if I spent $60 on that and they wouldn't play it. I 100% was not going to play it because um, I hate Wario as a character, so I don't support him in any form of way. So, yeah, there, there's that. Jake bought it and you still wouldn't play it. But anyway. I didn't um, even know she bought it. I said could. Oh. So, um. Well just a short rant here because I feel like uh, I need to make this into a separate episode, but uh, they showed off new Tears of the Kingdom amiibo and I hate that people still say amiibos. Plural of amiibo is amiibo. They went over this. But anyway, uh, they showed off the I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give away details because it, it's it's gonna be a spoiler technically. But uh, they showed off uh, the the new Zelda amiibo and a new Ganondorf amiibo. And they did it the same way that they did with the Link amiibo prior to the release. It's just like, ooh, here, look at this shiny new thing. Instead of telling us what the heck it does. Because it, it's more than just a, a shelf piece. What does it do? Flaunt it. Like, do you want people to buy it for its functionality or do you just want to get the collector's eyes on it? And I feel like it's the latter. It disgusts me personally. But uh, apparently those two Amiibo release uh, in the holiday season this year. <clears throat> now, for the wrap up of this episode, uh, the, the sheer mix of emotions that I got when I saw this title and um, just the amount of confusion that coursed through my brain. 
I was left conflicted and I still don't know how to feel about it. <clears throat> so I, I, I've, I've brought this up to the guys a number of times of how we're kind of like really overdue for a Super Mario Brothers game. And I figured they wouldn't do another one because they did SMBUD. And I figured that was just going to be another MKD situation. It was just like, okay, well, I guess they're counting that as our uh, SMB release for this console generation. But no, they had to actually go and make a really good game. (laughs) I don't like Mario. If you listen to this podcast, I may have hinted at it before. But I don't like Mario. I'm not a fan. But not only did they release, well, yeah, they released, not only did they release a trailer for a new SMB game, um, they showed that it has brand new, eye-catching, eye-watering graphics. Mario looks so dynamic in this game. It's dumb. And you can you, you should see the reactions. He went through the warp pipe. His hat got left behind. You can see his hand reach out to grab it. He comes out on the other side and he's like, Ooh, anyone around me? Like he's looking around him. And, and, <laughs> I'm getting all excited all over again just watching this trailer. Like, what is this? Why am I excited for a Super Mario Brothers game? It's so dumb. I'm mad. <laughs> now, the one thing I'm not excited about is um, <clears throat> the talking plants because his voice is annoying. I don't know why they did that exactly. Oh, and they finally changed the way that you uh, go through the map. I mean, it may not be a big thing for people, but... Um, they made it less linear um, and they made it more akin to 3D world. So, of course, you don't get to run around on the map, but even on 3D world, it was kind of like really boxed in. You're still on a route, but they've got like a dynamic. Um, damn it. Um, <laughs> Take your time. They've got a dynamic. um map for you to actually view as you're going down the route to the different um, stages on the map. And it's a beautiful sight, bro. So not only did they really finally push the boundary on this being arguably 2.5D as a game, with how spectacular this looks, they finally made them feel more alive and more appropriate. As Mario is running, his hat flips up a little to like represent that the wind is getting underneath it. Oh, man. <laughs> oh my gosh. Did I just see that right? Did I see that right? Do you get to play as Yoshi? As who? Oh my gosh. I probably cut the crap out just then, but holy crap. You get to play as Yoshi. 
Oh yeah. You get to play as the whole cast in uh, Wonder. Okay. So, plenty of stuff that caught me off guard about this game. You get to play with Princess Peach. Mm-hmm. This isn't 3D World. So, you get to play with Princess Peach. So, I don't know who the victim is in this game. That question is left to be very ambiguous intentionally. You get to play as Daisy. <laughs> And I just found out you get to play as Yoshi. This is crazy. Holy crap. It releases October 20th, by the way. Is that a day one for you? Gosh. I really need it to be. (laughs) (laughs) I definitely need it to be. Um... And people looked at the uh, the uh, the end screen cap for this game, and apparently it's going to have online capabilities. So maybe online co-op. That was like the question. They did it with 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. So if this has online co-op, if you guys don't buy it, I'm going to do something drastic. Well, I'm, if I buy it, well, I'm definitely going to buy it. I'm not going to buy it day one. Because you are. I don't think I'm going to get it day one. But when I do get it, I'm probably going to get it digital to match with all my Mario games. So that way, Jay can also get it, you know. Um, um, but I don't know about getting it day one. Um, because... September for me is really stacked. October. Yeah, I know. Uh, September comes out with Starfield, which if it's as good wait, as I, I forgot that Starfield got a release date. I forgot yeah, to look uh, into that. It's late. That's really September. cool. Okay. And before that, the Cyberpunk um, DLC also DLC. comes out mm-hmm. in September. So. I have those two things coming out pretty much back to back. So I don't know about getting Mario like the next month because I'm probably still going to be caught up with one or the other. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure uh, Astro is either on the fence or doesn't care about this one. So mm-hmm. I'm probably going to get it physical just because yeah. um, I only get... Um, Remakes and remasters and re-releases did, with a few exceptions, um, which are all done away with now. But uh, this is crazy, dude. Yeah, nowadays I, the only thing I get digital is Mario games. Pretty much everything else is physical for me. I'm just unbelievably... He says that we... I'm I'm just so angry that I'm excited for this game. How does that make sense? It doesn't. <laughs> this doesn't make sense. Um so of course they had to show off at least one new transformation. Um he turns into an elephant in this one. I don't know what that allows us to do. 
probably uh, blocks. Maybe you can shoot like pressured water at enemies. That would be kind of cool. Mm. Um, and I forget what they call it, but I think it's like a wonder fruit or a wonder bell. I don't know which one they call it, mm -hmm. but that makes everything on the map go like zany, right? <laughs> and that's such a spectacular feature to have in a uh, kid focused title. That's like the best thing you can do. Just just get their little brains running wild like. Ah. Oh. I think this is what I wanted from Super Mario Brothers, and that's probably why I'm so excited about it, because my biggest gripe was it was no different than the way they released uh, um, the NBA games or uh, Madden or uh, the WWE games. It just felt like the same thing year after year, in my opinion. Like, yeah, new power ups. It's It's the same thing, bro. I can understand that. But only, this? Go ahead. The only Super Mario game uh, in recent years that I could think of that was just different that I really, really enjoyed was probably uh, <coughs> Super Mario Maker. Okay. Well, I said Super Mario Brothers. I kind of don't count Maker because mm. you're definitely going to get something different. That's that's kind of the whole yeah. point. In here. And so I, I didn't count okay. I'm talking about games that were made with a specific vision from Nintendo. And so Wonder completely disrupts the landscape for that. I love I love what I'm seeing. And I think I, I think that's literally the reason why I'm excited because everything that I've hated about Super Mario Brothers is now gone. I still don't like Mario like that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get that Character straight. Does. But um, I mean, he's still in the top ten most grossing uh IPs in the world franchises. So I don't mean we like him. We just uh, like what he brings. Yeah. <laughs> that means like merchandise and everything, bro. You have no idea. But Yoshi pulls more merch. <clears throat> Who? Yoshi. Yoshi is nothing without Mario, bro. Come on. True. I mean, it. But how story many times have you seen a Yoshi plushie with Mario? What? How how often do you see a Yoshi plushie with Mario? I'm I'm not doing this with you, bro. Because I won. What do you want me to say? Anyway. Is it facts? Anyway. <laughs> I'm hoping the one thing they allow us to change in this game is um which character we can play with throughout the story because they did show luigi um as the one that was uh exploring the map so hopefully they let us choose which character they that we get to play as like 3d world did because mm -hmm. i don't want to play as mario throughout the whole game bro for Come sure on. um the only game in recent play time Daisy. that I play played Yoshi, Mario okay, was Odyssey, and that was purely because we didn't have a choice. I mean, that game was awesome though, so I really didn't care. 
Yeah, yeah Mario <laughs> was the worst part of the game, canonically. <laughs> I mean, that that game, I could dedicate a whole episode to that game alone. Game like great. the nostalgic nostalgia references, um, them paying homage to so many different important pieces. Right. Uh, the music, uh, the story, the yes. gameplay. Everything. It was just everything about that game was good. And that's why I think we're never gonna get a sequel to Odyssey. And it's kind of the it. top. Hmm? I would be fine with no sequel to Odyssey because I really don't want them to like make a sequel and then butcher it. Cause then that would like leave a sour taste. <laughs> Like, I wouldn't even want to see them do a sequel where the sequel is just too similar <clears throat> to the original, you know? Nintendo hardly ever does that um, with a game like that. Right. Uh, but... Maybe Galaxy 2. I haven't played it, though, so that's not a fair criticism. But it seems that way with Galaxy 2, in my opinion. Okay. It's just... It, it looks Galaxy either, so I wouldn't know. It. But... Um, what I was going to say was uh, I really just hope that they re-release Odyssey on the Nintendo Switch's successor because uh, I will play it all over again. That's so true. But the thing that I want them to implement is um, apparently uh, Delfino Island was mm-hmm. supposed to be um, in Odyssey, but they cut it. I want them to uh, Hi. in there. I have no idea. Delfino's but so iconic. Right? And it, I mean, it's kind of crazy because they did release 3D All-Stars on yeah, Switch. Yeah, Sunshine. Yeah, and so it, it would be really nice to be able to see what they wanted to do with that, especially with the... Uh, I think they were called Pentas, or... I can't remember what the, the resonance names were. The villagers' names Neither were, I. Um, but I, I want I want to see how they would like react in a modern day Mario game. That would be yeah. really interesting. Imagine to see. if we had Delfino Mall <coughs> as like a stage. That would be so cool. Delfino Mall. Yeah, like the stage from Mario Kart. <laughs> you mean Coconut Mall? Yeah, Coconut Mall. My fault. Well, I don't I don't know if that's canon. Cause like I was mixing Coconut Mall with Delfino Square, I don't know why, but like in the back of my head, I just mixed the two. Yeah, I think Coconut Mall is literally just a Mario Kart stage. I'm not sure if mm. they would ever do anything crazy like that. But um, back back to the thing at hand here. Um, October twentieth. I'm feeling like this is a day one, really, just cause. This is everything I wanted from Super Mario Brothers. I'm excited. I'm psyched. Oh, man. <laughs> this is really yeah, cool. It's unfortunate. It I need to see more. A bad time for me. Yeah. It came def- out like in December. I could definitely <laughs> see myself saying, yeah, this is a day one. But the fact that it comes out like literally during busy season for me, it's like, <laughs> uh, right. you kind of messed up. But yeah, I, I I really do need I need <laughs> I need, bro. But yeah. all right. Um 
I'm surprised that we managed to keep a direct focused episode um, under two hours. This is an accomplishment. <laughs> to be fair, I didn't have much uh, words in the ways of this. True. Direct, so True. that probably contributed. And also, unfortunately, CJ wasn't here to make it because, you know, if he was here, uh, it would just be a whole bunch of tangents and staying on one topic for like three hours. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> nothing's too much wrong with that if it's no. There's, I'm not saying there's anything just, wrong with it. I'm just yeah. saying that, like, definitely. Oh no, I understand. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that would have. But happened. um, despite how um, despite how tired I was, <laughs> um, I really do appreciate you for coming on, Taj, helping out. Oh yeah, no problem. Anytime. Um, Because, I mean, I could have done this like a regular news story, and it probably would have been under an hour. But um, I liked the back and forth we had on certain things here. And um, I just want to read this excerpt uh, from the website. It said the rumors were true. I didn't know there were rumors. And a new 2D Super Mario was announced with a new visual style and the continuation of four-player co-op. I I had and this is how out of the loop I am. Compared to how I used to stay on top of both tech news and Nintendo news back then, I'm literally like a millennial finding out about these new games. It's just like what? <laughs> They're putting what on the new uh, on on Switch? Like I, I have no idea. I did not know there was a rumor that they were going to put out a new SMB game. I used to be all on top of stuff like that. But anyway, um, that's going to be it, guys. Now, I, I know I said I was going to upload this in the same day, same night, but my body right now is hanging on by a thread as far as my energy. So I'm I'm probably going to try and push through it, but if not, I will try and have it up uh, June 29th, the very next day, because um, I, I really wanted this episode out sooner to begin with. But um, again, thank you, Taj. Um, always, always. Very much appreciate it. Um, <clears throat> I will get back to the weekly grind of sticking to this schedule. Um, I would say it's all for you guys, but I genuinely enjoy doing this show. So, um, it's for me and you guys. Um, I, I really want you to, uh, be able to come back, um, uh, every time and know when you're getting, a new dose of NF and crew. So we're getting back to it. Um, thank you for listening um, to me and Taj, because we can be insufferable at times. <laughs> I know. Mostly me. See, he likes being modest. He likes making me feel bad. What are you talking about? But, uh, I love being insufferable. Anyway, thanks for <laughs> listening, you guys. Um, season three is underway. Um, we'll catch you next time.